In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today we're going to talk about the five things we learned from the 34-23 victory over the Green Bay Packers. The Falcons improved to 2-0 on the season and will be headed up to Detroit to face the Lions next Sunday. Five things we learned out of this game, Julio Jones, get him involved early. The running backs, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman bounce back in this game. Muhammad Sanu had a special game. We had some injuries, Vic Beasley, Courtney Upshaw, and Ryan Schrader. We'll discuss those. And number five, Desmond Trufant's battling his way back from his pectoral surgery, had a big game for the Falcons, no question about it. But let's start off with Julio Jones. We talked to him after the game at his locker. Julio had five catches for 108 yards, and he was real excited to be involved in the game plan early. He had the second play of the game that came right to him, took a short pass, and turned it into a 19-yard game. Julio told me that, hey, you know, Led, when we when we get me involved early, good things happen. So he was excited about that, uh, kind of perplexed by the fact that the Packers uh, elected to cover him in single coverage, but uh, he'll take it, and he was excited about it. He got nine targets on Sunday, five catches for 108 yards, and uh, Julio did his thing. He ran that crossing route that he's so deadly on. And uh, when Julio is rolling, that opens up everything for the offense, and it did for the running backs. Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman combined for 29 touches and 145 yards and three scores. Devontae had two rushing scores, and Coleman had a 35-yard run and a touchdown catch out of the backfield. So, uh, you know, those two guys didn't uh, play very well up in Chicago, they were held to 53 yards and 20, 20 carries uh, in the ground game there. And, uh, you know, that was a little bit below what the uh, Falcons would like to do. They came out with some good runs out of the shotgun for them. Uh, you know, they gave uh, Coleman, had a nice run out to his right. He slipped out up the field and, um, you know, got uh, tackled by HaHa Clinton Dix. Uh, 35 yards down the field. So those are the type of explosive plays the Falcons want to get in their run game. And they were able to get those against the Green Bay Packers. Number three, the third thing we learned is, hey, Muhammad Sanu is one tough customer. He had five catches for 85 yards. Julio talked about how he's not scared to go over the middle and what kind of a tough guy he is. He's not worried about catching the ball in traffic, and that makes it real hard to stop on third downs and so forth. So Muhammad Sanu turned in quite a game. In addition to 
His pass catching duties, he played some quarterback. You know, he was a quarterback at Rutgers, and uh, he played some quarterback against the Falcons when he was with the Bengals. Uh, we've seen him throw some halfback flanker, old school flanker reverses, and uh, he has a pretty nice arm. But uh, against the Packers, they used him as a wildcat uh, quarterback. We want to call it the wildcat, the dirty bird, the funky chicken, uh, you know, whatever we want to call it. Uh, Sanu was that quarterback on a late third and one, third and short, and uh, handed the ball off to Devontae. They were able to convert, keep the clock running. Major, major, major play. We know uh, about third and ones around here. So Sarkeesian showed you a little bit of his plan there uh, that he'll get creative. And so we must commend him for that. Our fourth thing, the injuries that were coming out of this game, uh, you know, uh, don't want to get the injuries piled up. Man, you don't want to lose Vic Beasley. Uh, Courtney Upshaw went out with an ankle, Beasley, a hamstring, Ryan Schrader, concussion. Uh, you know, Ryan should be back. You know, you don't know about the concussion protocol. We didn't ask. So, uh, But if you left the game with a, a concussion, I'm pretty sure you go into the protocol. Uh, Upshaw looked like he was walking off on his own ankle on his uh, <clears throat> under his own power with the ankle is what I'm trying to say there. And uh, we'll we'll check on that. Beasley hamstring, that can be good. Uh, hopefully it didn't pop, uh, but we don't know. I, I didn't see the play where he heard it on, but uh, uh, we'll get an update. Coach Quinn said he didn't know anything after the game. He tries not to know anything. I don't think he does that, but most coaches do that. They don't really want to come to the podium with uh, the, the – well, some do. You know, I know Lovey Smith used to do it, and Zimmer up in Minnesota does it. He could go and check with the doctors before he comes, but he doesn't. And, uh, you know, he wants to, you know, get that information offline later and, uh, just, you know, digest it internally for the team before he just comes out and shares it with us. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, we'll check with the agents in the morning and wait until we hear from Coach Quinn at 2.30. Vic Beasley hamstring, Courtney Upshaw ankle, Ryan Schrader concussion. So we'll uh, keep you all updated later today on AJC.com and my AJC with regards to those injuries. Fifth thing from this game, uh, Desmond Trufant, you know, flipped the game there with the interception with 54 seconds left. He said the Packers are going to take shots, and they, they, they got a shot. On Robert Alford later, but they took a shot in Desmond's way. Uh, for whatever reason, we don't know. They were backed up. 54 seconds left. Instead of running out the clock, the Packers are going to take a shot. And uh, Desmond was ready, and he went and tracked that ball and intercepted it. He told me after the game he'd been working on his hands because uh, Desmond should have about 20 more interceptions, as many uh, balls as he's gotten his hands on. Uh, but, you know, he hasn't been able to, to get him corralled. But now he's working on getting those interceptions. So he got one at the end of the second quarter. The Falcons went in and scored, went up 24-7. to Great play by the cornerback who's coming back from his pictorial surgery. Missed seven games last year, missed the Super Bowl, and is trying to round back into Pro Bowl form. He's a humble kid from Tacoma, Washington. And uh, really talked about uh, 
you know, his play. We, we have a story up online about uh, talking to, from talking to Desmond about him wanting this to be his comeback year. So uh, you want to check that out. Then um, in the uh, third quarter, Packers are backed up again. Beasley just splatters Aaron Rodgers, just knocks him silly, and the ball comes out. Trufant scoops it up and scores. So he's not only about the ball, he's scoring with the ball. He's got the fumble recovery and interception. So uh, he won the NBC player of the game. Uh, got a game ball to take home with him after the broadcast on Sunday night. So here we go. We're going to wrap it up about the five things we learned from the Falcons' 34-23 to victory over the Green Bay Packers. Julio Jones, get him going early. That opens everything up. Everything. The running backs. The running backs rebounded after a shaky opening week. Had 29 touches for 145 and three scores. Muhammad Sanu is one tough guy. Heart and soul of the interior there. Uh, five catches for 85 yards and played some wildcat quarterback. Your injuries, Beasley, Upshaw, Schrader, that we know of, that, you know, left the field and did not return. Beasley with a hamstring, Upshaw ankle, Schrader concussion. And then Desmond Trufant, second game back after that gruesome pectoral surgery that cost him seven games last year and untold hours of rehab. He's back and making big plays for the Atlanta Falcons. Well, we're going to sign off here. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter with the Bowtie Chronicles, the podcast about the Atlanta Falcons in football. So, uh, Take care, and uh, we'll be with you later in the week. Those are the five things we learned from the Falcons' 34-23 to victory over the Green Bay Packers to go to 2-0. They'll head to Detroit where they'll face Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions at 1 p.m. next Sunday at Ford Field. Take care. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.